spent like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock with my man, as always, Mojo Mutati. Mojo, John Jones. We were both right about this. John Jones absolutely dominated Cyril Ghosn. It has now set up one of the biggest fights that you could possibly make in the UFC. Johnny Bones Jones against the heavyweight GOAT Stipe Miocic. Mojo and uh, the aforementioned man is going to join us in just a few minutes here. We are going to talk to Stipe about this big John Jones fight. But first, we have got to start with NBA superstar John Morant, who is now not only indefinitely away from his Grizzlies team, Mojo, but is being investigated by police in Colorado for, on Saturday night, pulling out and flashing a gun on Instagram Live while he was partying in a local club. Uh, it's, it was the biggest story of the weekend, Mojo, for the fight aside, uh, that this young superstar, Job Morant, who has had other issues, we'll probably get into that in just a minute here, uh, but the fact that after uh, the Grizzlies played the Nuggets, and they lost, by the way, on Saturday, he goes to a, a club in Denver, in the Denver area, and uh, while you have thousands and thousands of people watching him on Instagram, he does that right there, Mojo, pulls out the gun, it obviously... Um, made a lot of people very upset. A lot of people uh, were talking about the story. The Grizzlies found out, the NBA found out, and now, of course, the police have found out. And uh, it's it's entirely possible here that there ends up being some sort of arrest and charge if uh, the authorities determine that John Morant broke a law. Yeah, what a bonehead move. I mean, this was just a massive mistake. I don't know what he was thinking at the time. Um Look, basketball's a little different than football. You know, going out and partying and celebrating after a loss is, is never fully excusable. I mean, even when a, a, you've seen players get ridiculed in the NFL for partying after, after the Super Bowl, being on yep. the losing team when the season was over and done and after they finished second place in, in the league, still an amazing accomplishment. Basketball, there, there's a lot more games, so uh, these losses don't mean as much as they do in football. But going out and partying, not even to mention the whole gun side of it, is never something that you want to go out there and tout and put yeah. on your own social media. As if you're going to do it, you typically try to stay a little more discreet with it. Obviously, this wasn't this. Pulling out a firearm inside a club after a loss very very ill-advised you had to have known there was going to be serious consequences after this one yeah yeah look uh, and you have to factor in too that john morant has uh had other controversies as a matter of fact and we posted a story about this lawsuit a few months ago but more information came to light last week john morant is accused of not just beating up a 17-year-old and hitting him repeatedly. I think they said at least 10 times during a pickup basketball game at his home a few months ago. But he's also accused of having a, a gun, a handgun, in his waistband and using that to intimidate this same 17-year-old kid who has filed a lawsuit. So you've had alleged issues that may have involved guns in the past. He's been under uh, a microscope, and the fact that he felt um, or didn't realize that it was a bad idea to pull out a gun on Instagram Live, it's it, it blows your mind. I mean, this is a kid who has all of the talent in the world. I mean, he may be the most talented young NBA player 
in the world right now. I mean, this guy has abilities that not many uh, other people have, if anybody. He is that good of a player, but uh, I know there's a real concern that he is throwing his career away here. So um, he came out with a statement, and we said, Ja's going to be away for at least two games. Now, they played last night, actually ended up collapsing in the fourth quarter to the Clippers without their best player. So um, possible he could be back after only one more game. It seems very, very unlikely. Uh, Ja did take responsibility, and you're going to hear him use that word in his statement here. He goes, a quote, I take full responsibility for my actions last night. I'm sorry to my family, teammates, coaches, fans, partners, the city of Memphis, and the entire Grizzlies organization for letting you down. I'm going to take some time away to get help and work on learning better methods of dealing with stress and my overall well-being. Mojo, he didn't uh, elaborate on uh, the stresses that he's going through. He clearly says he needs help. If he does, you hope he gets it. Bottom line is you can't, if you're an NBA player, you can't be flashing guns on social media, especially not when you're out in the club. He's got a lot of money. He's worried about his safety. I understand that. He's got a $200 million contract. Higher security. You don't need to do it yourself. I hope you're training, my guy. You're the greatest heavyweight of all time, and that's what I want. I want you real bad. Mike Mojo and uh, the guy you just saw being called out by John Jones at UFC 285, the greatest heavyweight in UFC history, Stipe Miocic. Stipe, how are you, brother? Good, my man. Thank you for having me. Of course, thank you for being here. You're the guy that everybody wants to talk to today. Stipe, I know we're going to talk about this uh, this upcoming fight, which is going to be a monster fight. Uh, the fans, you can already kind of feel the energy. If you were sitting in my chair, Stipe, here today as, as an analyst, uh, as a guy in the media, not a guy who has to fight this guy in a couple of months, what'd you think of the performance, John Jones versus Cyril Gunn? Yeah, he won. Good for him. You know what I mean? That's about it. I mean, they last long, so I can't really say much, but you have to win. It's all matters. And the finish. In a way, were you hoping that the fight went longer so you might get some tape? Because I, I think that's interesting, right? You're looking at a guy who was 40 pounds lighter. Presumably, he's a bit of a different fighter, right? That weight's got to slow you down a little bit. It's got to affect you in some ways. Yeah, no, definitely. I think, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, but I, I thought the fight was going to go a distance personally, but, you know, definitely didn't go that way. And, you know, it, it don't matter, though. I mean, if it was two minutes or 25 minutes, I don't care. This is a dream fight for me personally as a fan, as your friend. I am so thrilled uh, to see you back fighting. Uh, you know I'm going to be there no matter what. So hyped about that. Just want to ask how you been, man, how, how training has gone. It's been a little bit since we've seen you in the ring. Uh, two kiddos at home. Looks like life has uh, been going fantastic. But I just want to talk a little bit about that. It's going good, man. You know, kids are getting big, uh, you know, working full time now at the station. And, uh, you know, just you're getting more guys and getting better. They're going to start getting amped up now. Um, but I'm like 252 right now, so I can't complain. Is that the biggest you've been, Stipe? In shape-wise, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, the most I ever weighed was 256, and I was kind of sloppy. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't my normal self. Is that what you? Is that around where you plan on stepping in the octagon? If it, if it is in the first week of July, is it is it going to be in that 250 range? Yeah, I mean, I hope so. I mean, right now, I mean, I'm keeping it on, so knock on wood. I hope it stays there. Steve, you know, there and, and reading on social media, especially after the fight, you you get the sense that a lot of people feel that this guy, John Jones, cannot be beat now. Thoughts on that? 
Does that motivate you? I mean, like, oh, like yeah, I no, said, I love being told something's not going to happen because you know I'm I'm the guy that makes 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 make puts a big dagger in that. How about this, Steve? How about the fact that people say Steve Miocic, greatest heavyweight ever? Your resume is incredible. If you go in there and you beat John Jones after having beat Daniel when Cormier I beat John twice, Jones. when you, I beat John when, Jones, there you go. When you beat John Jones, you will have beaten Daniel Cormier twice. Francis Ngannou, you beat him. Do you have a, a a rightful place in the conversation? Not for greatest heavyweight ever, because at that point it's undeniable. I don't think it's deniable now, but at that point it'd be undeniable. Do you have an argument as the greatest fighter ever? Period. I don't care what weight class. I don't worry about that, man. You know, I don't worry about the fight. I mean, you know, it's great to be just part of that conversation. I'll let you know once once I get done with my business. We've talked about it before. The fact that you are still a fighter fighter. You've heard John Jones' comments. Maybe you should focus less on firefighting and focus full time on the fight. Wanted to ask, like, being a firefighter, being there with the guys, putting your life on the line, not only in the ring, but outside of it. I, I got to think that's almost prepared you for, for being in ring, made you an even better fighter. Maybe talk about that a little bit. No, it definitely has. I think, you know, it just keeps me grounded, keeps me not worrying about the fight. There are other things to worry about, man. I, that's what I love about being a fireman. It's like a brotherhood. You know, the guys have my back. You know, we don't talk about fighting. So I love that thing about it, man. It's, it's helping me for this situation. It's always, you know, you want to be cool, calm, collective. Other one, you, you know, sometimes you got to be fall to the wall. So uh, I think they both go the yin and the yang, you know, they're, they're, they're the perks for each other. I hope you say never to this uh, because I'd love to keep watching you fight as long as you want to keep doing it at least. Uh, do you think about retirement now? Uh, is it possible you go in there, you beat John Jones? It kind of feels like John Elway winning the Super Bowl and walking off into the sunset uh, if you were to leave after the Jones fight. What are you thinking as far as your fighting future and how much longer do you have? I don't know. We'll see. You know, I think about retiring after every fight. This is my first one. So, you know, we'll see. Um, right now, I'm just going to keep getting better, getting stronger. Thank myself. Uh, I'm finally tuned and ready for that fight in July. Stipe, thank you so much. Um, undeniably the greatest heavyweight fighter of all time. Got to fight John Jones, one of the biggest fights of the year. Stipe, thank you, brother. Well, thanks for having me, guys. You guys have a great day. You're the man, brother. Man, Mojo, love you, dude. My man, love you too, bro. Can't <laughs> wait for this. Let's go, baby! Coming up next in TMC Sports, Patrick Mahomes, 22-year-old TikTok star brother. He's been involved in controversies in the past, but this time may have really gotten himself into hot water. Jackson Mahomes being investigated for an alleged sexual assault that happened at a bar just a couple days ago in Kansas, and the entire ordeal was captured on surveillance video. We're going to show you the clip next on TMC Sports. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back, and you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Adidas, Macy's, or Levi's. And you can even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares that money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal, or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. Mojo, 
Patrick Mahomes, 22-year-old TikTok star brother Jackson is under investigation for an alleged sexual assault that allegedly happened in Kansas recently, Mojo. Uh, obviously, Jackson Mahomes is a polarizing guy. He's a controversial figure, but now may have gotten himself into a lot of trouble here. So uh, this alleged incident happened a few days ago at a bar in Overland, Texas, a place called uh, Aspen's Restaurant. Now, um, the owner of Aspen's contacted the police uh, after Jackson allegedly, not once, Mojo, but twice, tried unwantedly to kiss her. The incident was caught on video. Here it is, uh, not overly graphic, but if you're sensitive to something like this. In the video, you see 40-year-old Aspen Vaughn, who actually owns the bar. You see uh, Jackson walk up behind her and not once, but twice, allegedly attempt to kiss her. And she said, hey, I did not want that to happen. And now again, police have launched an investigation into uh, an alleged sexual and an alleged physical assault here. And Jackson Mahomes could be in some trouble. I mean, this could end up being an arrest and a criminal charge and possibly jail time if ultimately convicted. Yeah, they, look, if, if convicted, this could be a serious problem. And like you said, he, he could be facing some years behind bars. I mean, of course, this is a situation where being Patrick Mahomes' brother is going to do you absolutely zero favors yeah. here. The law is the law. Mojo, what do you think? Patrick Mahomes has been the perfect, the model citizen in the NFL. Uh, he arguably is the best player in the league right now. Yeah, he won two Super Bowls. The guy right now, if he never played another snap, would be a first ballot Hall of Famer in my mind. Anything bad that's happened to Patrick in my, has had to do with his brother. Uh, the spraying of the water on a fan uh, last season or the season before, don't remember. But, but there have been so many incidences. There have uh, Jackson Mahomes dancing on the uh, on the Sean Taylor tribute in Washington. There have been so many missteps on behalf of his brother. I, I don't know when Patrick Mahomes says to this guy, stay away. Yeah, this this is rough. And to be honest with you, it kind of makes me respect Patrick Holmes a little more that these situations uh, keep happening to the people closest to him. And he's able to keep that separate separate from everything that he does on the field and still uh, been able to, to maintain success. A lot of times when you see people in your inner circle, whether that be family or best friends acting like it, this, that behavior can kind of translate and move, move on to yourself. You know, it's kind of hard not to absorb some of that conflict, some of that negativity, especially when people feel so passionately, usually negatively about both his, his brother, you know, and his wife. It's hard for a guy to, to not respond to, to comments like that. I know if somebody was talking about my wife, it would be really hard not to, to sound off, to react potentially give those people what they want and that's a reaction out of me but just i have so much respect for him that he's been able to kind of rise above uh these situations that being said you see it all the time in sports just because one of your siblings is successful a family member maybe your best friend's successful that doesn't mean that you accomplish that success that first just because you might be getting a little bit of spillover from those million dollar paychecks that are being cashed. It didn't mean that you earned that money yourself either. So it's, a lot of times you'll see this from, from these family members or best friends. They start acting a certain way, walking a certain way, treating people a certain way, thinking that they accomplished the same level of success as these other people. And it's just, it's disappointing to see. Uh, of course, 
Gain, gaining TikTok followers, probably easier to do when you're Patrick Mahomes' brother, but you got to keep that stuff in check and remember why you're living the way you are and going out and acting this way at these games, at bars like this. You, you just can't do it. And unfortunately, he's had to learn the hard way a few times. And this, this might be the last time. AW Revolution went down Sunday night, main event, MJF versus Brian Danielson. But it's not really the outcome of the match modes that has a lot of people talking because something happened with MJF, who in uh, my vast wrestling experience is one of the biggest and the best heels in the entire professional wrestling industry. But Mojo, Mr. MJF had a bit of an incident with a fan, with a young fan, happened to be a little kid. Watch this. Relax. Is, maybe this game plan is just to burn the clock. Well, Game plan. We yeah. see it happen in, in football all the time, right? Clock management is pretty important. Moja, <laughs> that man threw a drink on a child, and everyone says this was real, not a work. Man, I would love to know the answer to that question, but I can tell you, I do not know for sure. Look, I've been back and forth on this. Was this a work? Was this a planned stunt? Uh, you're talking about a guy who's the, the top bad guy, a heel we call him in professional wrestling in AEW today. When you're the top bad guy, you got to do some bad guy kind of things. And chucking a drink in a child's face at a at a wrestling event, that's top bad guy kind of stuff. If you're if you're asking me, you know, Mo Mojo, I, I think I think it's a work. You think it's a work? After reviewing the video, I think it's a work. It was somebody conveniently holding a cup that had a little bit of water in it. Splash, I think that was a work. I think it's part of the show. Dude, if you go online and read all the results, and there are many, it almost seems split on whether people think it was a work, if it, if it was real. You see people arguing over if it was a tequila drink, if it was water, the, how much worse that makes it. And the fact of the matter is you just don't always know. Of course, professional wrestling, hate to ruin it for you if you don't know by now, but it's a scripted show. So... Look, when you're in these storylines that are very personal and very severe, the wrestlers go through extreme lengths to try and convince you that these rivalries are, in fact, legitimate. Mm. Sometimes they actually are. Sometimes they're not. And the company gets behind these storylines and they really do everything they can to try and convince you uh, that th this hate, this animosity is a real thing, that these bad guys are as bad as they really appear to be on TV, that these good guys are as good as they appear to be on TV. And sometimes the lengths they go through is just unbelievable. They get the whole locker room in it. They get the production crew, the writers. They plan this thing out. They search for holes for months leading up to these pay-per-views to make sure they're uh, foolproof. But... Uh, in the end, still, you, you just never know. And again, Babcock, I'm not quite sure there were times I thought it had to have been a work. There's no way you're going to douse a child in the face with a potentially tequila-based drink. But then again, it's MJF and AEW. Anything goes, man. It's so hard to know for sure. All right, Mojo, we are just about out of time. Before we go, though, Gotta talk real quick about Travis Kelsey hosted Saturday Night Live, Saturday night, and he absolutely, in my mind, Mojo, killed it. Comedic timing, everything was perfect. 
this guy, like, on top of the world right now, star season, star of the Super Bowl, and then he goes out there and crushes SNL, Mojo. Dude, absolutely. That monologue was hilarious. I love how they worked his brother in uh, so many times. You got to get your brother in, right? Throw him a bone. Uh, otherwise, if the Eagles won the Super Bowl, it might have been him up there hosting. Yep. So, uh, absolutely killed it. I do not think this will be the last time we see him there. Uh, who knows? Maybe he'll even get to be a part of that three three time club. I don't know. Yeah, hey, what would not surprise me, honestly, wouldn't shock me if the guy ended up getting his own show after his football career. But that that's for some time down the road. He's the best tight end in the league right now, and uh, lots of football left to play for Travis Kelsey. But boy, is he talented! Um, Mojo, thank you to your buddy Steve Miocic. I am so excited for that fight. It's not officially made yet, but it's likely going to happen in July. John Jones, Steve Miocic. I am I'm so pumped We're going. for that. We, we are, we are going to go. Um, tomorrow, Mojo, uh, a lot of people talking now about whether or not John Jones is officially, and that's what they said in the octagon after the fight, is John Jones officially the GOAT, the greatest ever to step foot in an octagon, forget uh, what weight class, just the best ever. We are going to talk tomorrow, Mojo, to Demetrius Johnson, Mighty Mouse, who is also in that conversation. It's Mighty Mouse, it's John Jones, it's Habib, uh, it's GSP. Those are the guys uh, we're going to ask uh, Mighty Mouse is John Jones the best mojo? Gonna be a great show. Gonna be a great show. Matter of fact, it'll definitely be the best show.